Welcome to A Thousand Tiny Lights, the podcast that celebrates finding joy amongst the small things, discovering the magic that hides in the mundane, and that invites you to go on an adventure right here in your daily life. My name is Anna, and I'm so glad you're here. The days are so long now up here in the Northern Hemisphere in this little village in the Black Forest. I sit outside at 9 p.m. and there's full daylight, even if the sun isn't visible anymore, and it's warm enough to be out here too. So I'm enjoying, after a long day, watching my garden, listening to the birds, and doing nothing much else. The church bells ring on the quarters and the full hour, Occasionally, a car drives by, or a dog barks in the village across the valley. There's an audible whoosh of wings every time a small group of swallows sit past, hunting for the just-about-still-buzzing insects. The handful of bats that hunt in the garden are after the same prey. It's very peaceful. Soon, the moon will rise, The sky will darken and the first stars will appear. It's always a wonder to me how I can experience this moment, this summer evening just tipping from day into night, and at the exact same time, my friends are experiencing a boisterous morning, a yummy lunch break, an afternoon cup of coffee, or just rolling over for the last time before the alarm wakes them for a new day. I don't know if you have friends or family in different time zones, but if you do, you know this weird kind of time traveling I'm talking about. Maybe you are lucky and all your loved ones are close by you. I sometimes wish I could gather every single one of my friends together, scoop them up from their various places on this vast globe, and transplant us all into the same place. <laughs> But they have loved ones around them where they live, as do I, so should we take them too to our shared place? And what about those people's loved ones? And in the end, aren't we all connected anyway? And a big part of me also enjoys and is comforted by the fact that they go about their days, shining their light, making the world a brighter and better and more beautiful place as I sleep. And yes, I miss them. Fiercely. Sometimes I feel like my bones might crack from the power of longing for a hug from one friend, for the closeness of another, for the hands of a third. Sometimes it's just a dull ache, almost forgotten because I'm so used to it. And sometimes I enjoy my own company completely and wouldn't trade my perfect solitude for anything. But I am grateful for the technology that lets us connect, that helps us stay part of each other's lives. I'm grateful for the memes exchanged, the quick check-in and a text message, the ramble or rant of a voice note, the catching up during a phone call or a video chat. Without all that, the friendships that exist across long distances would probably dwindle, resolve into occasional cards or letters to share the most important news. 
And yet, there's something to be said for a friend's message in the snail mail, for that slow, thoughtful way of connecting across days and oceans, of spending time and money on a message to a friend. It's that, I think, that makes it so cherished, the care that someone has taken to write and send a card or a letter. It's like receiving a hug, a present of time and attention. I love reading old letters, the communication of two people over the space of days and weeks. How thoughtful, how intentional it must have been to have that be the only way to stay in touch, to be connected to a loved one far away. And yet also how normal, the small trivialities of day-to-day -day living, the in-jokes, the little worries and perplexities of our days spelled out on paper. I adore Jane Austen and her books are ever a joy to me. And in her letters, she's equally pithy and there's no trace of high-flying sentiment. It's just a way to communicate, to stay in touch with her beloved sister and friend. Here's the beginning of one such letter, quoted from the wonderful Letters of Note blog. Steventon, Thursday, November 20th, 1800. My dear Cassandra, your letter took me quite by surprise this morning. You are very welcome, however, and I'm very much obliged to you. I believe I drank too much wine last night at Hurstbourne. I know not how else to account for the shaking of my hand today. You will kindly make allowance, therefore, for any indistinctness of writing by attributing it to this venial error. Your desiring to hear from me on a Sunday will, perhaps, bring you a more particular account of the ball than you may care for, because one is prone to think much more of such things the morning after they happen than when time has entirely driven them out of one's recollection. She goes on to describe the ball and some other entertainments and the people she met there and closes the letter with. Farewell. Charles sends you his best love and Edward his worst. If you think the distinction improper, you may take the worst yourself. He will write to you when he gets back to his ship and in the meantime desires that you will consider me as your affectionate sister, J.A. I'm glad for WhatsApp, Zoom and Instagram and all the other things we use. But sending and receiving actual mail still feels pretty special to me. So the invitation to this week's adventure, I'm sure it's quite obvious, is to send a card or a letter to a loved one. A family member, a close friend, someone you haven't connected with in a while, you choose. Just trust that the first person who pops into your mind is the right person. And don't let it be too precious. Don't let perfectionism take you from connecting in this way. Grab a card, any card, or make one yourself. Or just take a sheet of paper, fold it into an envelope, and write a little note on the inside. I have been thinking about you. My roses are blooming, 
I wish you could smell them. The yellow one in particular has the most delicious scent. The sparrows are becoming more confident and more cheeky by the day. Also, I love you. You are important to me. I see your light shining from all the way over here. Don't ever dim. Oh, and the thing you told me about? Did that go alright? I kept you in my thoughts all day that day. Or something along those lines. Or maybe something else completely. It's up to you and I really hope you do it. I hope you connect in this beautiful way. And as always, if you do, please let me know. You can do so in the comments on Substack or on Instagram. And both links are in the show notes. So that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate your time. Stay curious and tend to the little lights inside you. I'm sending you so much love. Bye, until next time.